Great form by you hitting play on this podcast. Now, check out Same Racer, the brand new racing app for Same Race multi-tips. Same Racer. Download from the App Store and Google Play. Powered by Bluebet. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. A great to have your company on the Sporting Capital. Before we get to uh, our new show, uh, part of the Sporting Capital on SEN, that uh, is the Brownlow Metal Predictor. It's all thanks to Betfair. One I missed in my shower thought was Port Adelaide, another one who should have won in the end, they couldn't convert the goals that mattered. And Michael said Port Adelaide should beat Freo. But in the end, I'm not bitching, though. Uh, thank you for that one, Michael. Greatly appreciated. So if you had your shower thought, send it through. 0433981116. Uh, really excited about this show moving forward as part of the Sporting Capital on SEN. The Brownlow Medal Predictor. It's all thanks to Betfair. Don't let the bookies make the rules. Back or lay some... Same back or lay same game multis only at Betfair. Gamble responsibly call one 858 Tommy Haylock from Betfair is here. Hello, mate. Let me get your microphone on and up. How you going? Good. You got me? Yeah, I've got you there. Great. I, I won't put you on hold, mate. That's a bit going that on. That was interesting, <laughs> wasn't it? It was very, it was very funny. Yeah. I thought that was rather humorous. Um, <laughs> so let's uh, just refresh people's memories about what this show is and, and what we're doing, uh, Tommy. Yes, so we're talking about Betfair, basically. Um, we've got a Brownlow Metal Predictor. We'll touch base with Joel Cashman, our content provider, um, who does the Brownlow Metal Predictor as well. He'll run us through a bit about that. But we'll look at w- the moves going forward for the rest of the season. We'll look at who's polled well against teams in the past. We'll try and find an edge and see how we go. And this is all really to help uh, help the people that listen to this show. And for you listening to this show, it's become such a... It's become such a difficult medal to try and predict. It's not just as walk-up start as it once was. So where can you get an advantage uh, heading into Brownlow night? That's what we're looking to try and provide for you. So the, the Brownlow medal predictor, which uh, which we're going to have explained to us by Joel Cashman in just a moment, is there to help you. It's on the Betfair website. And what we're going to do each week is talk through some of the performances that players have had uh, and where we're expecting them based on the predictor to get votes. And then looking forward to this weekend's games, uh, just to keep you as well as informed as we can, to arm you with all the information you need uh, as we build up to that Monday night uh, Brownlow Medal night. Uh, why don't you introduce uh, your man? Yeah, Joel Cashman. Um, he's the content provider, Betfair Hub. Check it out, Brownlow Medal Predictor on the Betfair Hub. You can check it out at betfair.com.au forward slash the hub. Um, or hub. Joel Cashman, as I welcome you in, how are you, mate? Okay, Sam. How's it going? Sam and Tom, how are we? Great, mate. Great. Now, talk to us about the Brownlow Medal Predictor. It's obviously up there for everyone to see. You can click on it and have a look. You've had some success in the past, but basically, what do you do and how do you you formulate the the, the odds and the predictions? Yeah, so we've had some good success with it. We've picked the past three winners, which is always good, and um, first and second. So, exactors. Are always a bit of value at the end of the year as well, so that's that's good. Um, we take into account a lot of things, but it's mostly the key statistics: so disposals, contested possessions, clearances, and goals. Uh, they're the big ones that, when players get big numbers in those, usually has a good influence on the result. Um, usually leads to a win as well, which also has a big correlation with players getting votes. Yep. Um, I take a look at a lot of media votes, coach association, whoever gets good um, is listed in the best on the match reports. That's usually the best way to 
to formulate these votes. Uh, we give six per game, uh, three being an absolute standout best on ground performance, like Petrarca last week, who had 33 and three. You can almost lock in that he's <laughs> going to get three votes on Brownlow night. Some game, Sam, that Petrarca oh, last week. He was absolutely phenomenal. And, and, and it's almost they're pushing themselves to higher and higher levels, him and Clayton Oliver. Um, and then when you bring Max Gorn back in, who's a, a, a proven vote getter uh, in his own right, they um, it's great for footy. Um, at this stage, Joel, having a look at the um, the Brownlow Medal predictor at betfair.com.au, if you, at this stage, who is your tip based on the predictor to, to win the Brownlow? Yeah, so at the moment we've got Lockie Neal, only 0.5 votes ahead of Clayton Oliver at this stage. Um, obviously plenty of games to be played, but it's, it's always good to be ahead. Um, but yeah, Lockie Neal would be my best tip at this stage just because he's run home. Yep. But yeah, he's just got that slight edge over Oliver. And with Petrarca back in form and Max Gorn back in the side, I think he might just hold on. You think they're going to poll a lot of votes and have a lot of wins on the run home? Now they've gone through that rough period as well, um, Sam and uh, Joel. That's that's a big one. He, obviously, Petraka, you've got as polling three last week. You've got Clayton Oliver polling two, but Lockie Neal against um, the side he's against this weekend. He's notoriously polled very well. Um, is that another reason why you've got him down as your tip at the moment? Oh yeah, he loves Essendon. Yeah, thirty. 37 disposals and two goals in round two. Pretty much lock him in for three votes uh, back in round two. Um, I think he's he's polled three, three and two uh, votes. So yeah, eight, eight Brownlow votes eight, uh, eight in eight the votes last four games last yep, against Essendon. Yeah, so it's almost like when are Essendon going to put a tag on him? <laughs> but hopefully they don't and we get to see him in full flight. Um, but yeah, that's having a look at who he's got upcoming, they're, they're not the strongest sides. They're um, not not as bad as what Melbourne have got. Melbourne have got most of the top, I think they've got all the top six sides besides themselves, of course. Yeah, so, so. Brisbane's, Brisbane's run uh, just on that. So they've got Essendon this week uh, at home. They've got the Giants away. They've got Gold Coast at home, Richmond away, and then they've got Carlton at home. St Kilda away and they finish up with Melbourne at home. So they've got top four sides in there, but they've got a nice mix of uh, teams that are outside the eight um, as well. And then St Kilda are a team that at the moment outside the eight and fighting to get back in. Um, yeah. So just with uh, so just with that, Joel, and, and with Lockie Neal, what, when you're looking at the games that are to come, so you've, you've gone through Essendon, his averages in the last four games, he averages 37 and 18 and a half contested, eight clearances and a goal and a half a game. So these are all the vote-getting statistics that you're looking for in the, the Brownlow medal predictor. So what get, what rounds are you expecting him to poll in for the rest of the year? Uh, yeah, so I don't usually try to look too far ahead when... Um, I, I like to look back at the end of the season to see to, before I put my money on. It's, it's nice. It's the only only um, market where you can actually see the results before you put the bets on, which is a very unique yep. unique thing. And it's nice to look back at the end of the year and, and um, really pinpoint where they're going to get the votes. But just upcoming, yeah, he's got Gold Coast, who they're kind of in the mix of the eight. They all, 
the Brisbane Lions always play well together, and I think Lockie might have won a, a Q Clash medal before, a yeah. Marcus Ashcroft medal. They beat them all over 50 um, points earlier in the year. Yeah, and but all these, it doesn't matter who he's playing, he's, he's always going to play well, he's always going to be a, a high disposal get up, he's the main disposal winner at, at Brisbane. So pretty much any time they're going to win, he's he going to be around well. the votes. Yep. I want to ask you, yeah. Clayton Oliver, they've got, obviously, the D's in Brisbane, round 23. It could be the, the Brownlow medal winning match. Oh, that would be, be a must-watch. It's yeah. going to be a must-watch. Um, he's played very well against the Cats, Clayton Oliver. He polled three in this um, corresponding match, or when they played um, last year in this corresponding match. Gorn polled one. Um, I don't think Petraka polled at all when they met. But what are your thoughts on Petraka at the moment? He's a favourite on Betfair currently, but um, obviously he's, he's right in the mix. But you've got him down polling this week. He's obviously got a good record against the Cats. Was that Petraka or Oliver? Uh, Oliver, sorry. Oliver. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's He loves the Cats. I don't think he's got the best history because they used to lose to them a lot. Yeah. He'd get 40-plus touches, but they'd lose and they'd... The umpires wouldn't even look at him. I think he's, I think three, three of the last six home and away games he's played against um, Geelong, he's had forty plus touches, something yep. ridiculous like that. Yeah, three so times in the last if, ten matches. They, yeah, so if he, if they get the win, he's every chance to poll. I, I put him down as a strong chance, um, but Melbourne and Geelong always go down the wire. They've got mm. plenty of um games where it's been decided after the sirens. So I think that'll be more more about who wins the game um, as to where the votes are going to go. But, yeah, Oliver's always around the mark there. Joel, it's um, obviously heating up. Um, any value out there? You've got Jeremy Cameron, who we yeah, pointed out last week. I wanted week, to Sam. ask you about Jeremy yeah. Cameron because uh, I reckon he's a – the move to put him onto the ball – so. So, Joel, when you're having a look at um, at the moment, you, you were talking about the stats that matter um, to you guys when you're looking at um, the, the the Brownlow medal predictor. I'd imagine goals comes into it in a fair way. But when you've got a full forward who last week had um, kicked four goals and had 30 disposals and he's now going up and spending more time uh, in the middle. So they're going to get forward and kick goals. When they're around the ball, um, it's going to be noticeable because under the umpire's eye, you're going to say, look at Jeremy Cameron up and around the ball getting so much. I mean, it's going to get attention. And if he's got the numbers to back it up. So take us through what the predictor's seeing when it comes to Jeremy Cameron. I think he's been a big market mover in the last couple of weeks. Yeah, especially a guy that's, what is he, 196 centimetres and he's running around yep. like a midfielder. Leading the Coleman. Taking marks down back and then kicking three, four goals a game and 30 touches is pretty ridiculous. It's not something we've seen probably since, what, Buddy was in his peak back in the day. Um, yeah, he's he's polling well. He's on 16 and a half votes. So I think he's just outside the top five at the moment. But his price is massive because he's a key forward. Traditionally, they don't yep. they don't poll as well as they should. Uh, they like to give it to the, the in and under midfielders, unfortunately. But the way he's put on the ball every now and then, um, which is helping Geelong win games as well, it's going to be hard to overlook, um, especially with Geelong win, like winning plenty of games. He's currently $75, I'd, Sammy. 
Jeremy Cameron. He, he, last he was week, 160. He was, he? When we came on air last wow. week, he was 160. He came into as low as $55 during the week, um, and then he had 30 disposals, kicked four goals, obviously. He came in $55. He's drifted out a little bit to 75 But the beauty of Betfair, Sam, we touched on it last week, you could have taken that um, $150 and traded out a bit later at some point when he was 55 or laid him at 60 and make money either way, and that's the beauty of Betfair. But... Um, any other roughies, um, Joel, just on your Brownlow medal predictor that you can see polling well? Yeah, so there's one bit down the list at the moment, Tom Mitchell. So he's a previous winner. Mm. He's only got nine votes at the moment, paying around 85 mark. And he's been out of the side. He, he hasn't even been favoured. every favored. year like yeah. a house. Oh, no, he, does. he finishes years like a house on fire. Last year, he polled five votes in the first 11 games. The second half of the year, he had 20 votes oh. in 11 games. So he And he does this every year for Hawthorne. I'm not sure if it's when Hawthorne decide to pick up their act and they start winning games, but, but Tom Mitchell becomes a new man after the bye. Might be a bit of his fitness Even if, Yeah, maybe if he... I don't know. Maybe off-season surgeries, he's a bit unfit at the start of the year, and then he works into it. I don't know. I'm not sure if he had. um, Well, no matter what. Yeah, I'm not sure if he had off-season surgery, um, uh, but uh, there is certainly evidence there to say that he has strong finishes uh, to the end of the year. I think because where Hawthorne find themselves at that stage of the year often is out of finals, so he doesn't get a tag um, in those times either. Um, Let's just finish off with one, um, if we can, Joel, and that was last year's winner, Ollie Wine. So. Mm. Um, a slower start to the year, and, and he did have to actually battle some injuries uh, earlier in the year. Talk to us about his second half of the year last year, uh, the, the run home to win it, uh, and what the Brownlow medal predictor is saying to you that might be in store for him with Port Adelaide making a big charge, trying to stay in touch, um, albeit with very slim chances of making the eight. Yeah, so Ollie had a year to remember last year. He broke the record for votes at 36. Uh, he had... He polled in all of the last six games, and some of them were very surprising, like yep. close wins, and he only had about 26 touches, and he, he was polling votes because the umpires didn't want to miss out on him. Uh, so, yeah, he, he polled in the last six, and he polled in he polled in 11 of the last 12 games. <laughs> so he's, he's another player that, like Tom Mitchell, finishes very strong. He's paying at a big price, but he's actually got some votes in the bank. Yep. So he's at a he's polled thirteen and a half. He just came off a thirty nine disposal game. Um, yeah, if Adelaide shake up this finals, this top eight, and sneak a few more wins, Ollie Wines has a big chance to poll every game that they win. So another good chance to back to lay. We might just have to point out, too, that uh, that Tom Mitchell might just be a hold-off on him because I'm fairly sure he's just had shoulder surgery. Ooh. So um, I just want to confirm that before we give uh, anyone the bum steer uh, on that one just in his oh, run home uh, to the end of the year. Uh, so we'll just double-check that in the break and come back. But Ollie Wine's a great one to watch. Um, Joel, thanks so much for being with us, mate. We'll catch up with you again next week uh, for more insights from the Brownlow Medal Predictor, mate. Thank you. Perfect. Thanks for having me, guys. Uh, this is uh, the Betfair Brownlow Predictor. It's been right three years in a row. Check it today. Gamble responsibly. Call one 858 We'll be back uh, to look through some of the players to keep an eye on heading in to round 17 after the break.
Uh, this is the Brownlow medal predictor for Betfair. Uh, don't let the bookies make the rules back or lay. Same game multis only at Betfair. Gamble responsibly 1-800-858-858. Don't be alarmed. Uh, incorrect information from me. Just a slight misread of the article I was reading about Tom Mitchell. It was not he who had sol- uh, who's needing shoulder surgery. Uh, it is James Warple. So uh, no issues for Tom Mitchell uh, just a couple of headlines that were a little misleading there in the article itself. I just missed the crucial word, James Warple. So apologies if I've I've given anyone the bum steer on that. Hey, um, Tommy Haylock uh, from Betfair. Let's uh, go through some of the players to keep an eye on this weekend uh, and start with this week's movers and drifters in Brownlow medal betting. Yeah, go back to last week. Go back to last week and Jeremy Cameron, as we said, 160 and 55. He had 30 and kick four. Um, amazing game. Interesting to see whether he polls because obviously they had a huge win. So. A bit of a lottery, but he firmed drastically. He's out to about that $75.80 mark now. So a lot of trading value there to and from. Um, Clayton Oliver um, leapfrog, leapfrogged uh, Lockie Neal for outright favoritism on the back of his game. You'd think he'd poll two last week, Petraka three. That's the mm. way the predictors got it. So, um, yeah, he, you could have backed him this time last week at $4.90. He came into three sixty, and that's where he's at now. Lockie Neal, three ninety five or three eighty five around that price now with Betfair. Christian Petraka was another big mover, fifteen into twelve dollars on Betfair. So, a couple of ways to make money. Petraka, we said last week, hadn't actually polled against Adelaide um, and had a pretty poor record against Adelaide. You said he was due, so if you followed your own advice, you could have uh, backed him at fifteens and laid him at twelves and taken the difference there, Sam. Uh, this time last year. Marcus Bontempelli was raging hot favourite. But this, Brownlow is very much like the actual season itself. So uh, there was a tile that Footy Classified put up the other night that if you're the best team from this point of the year till the end, then you tend to win mm. the premiership. It, it, the form from this point on is the most important form. Brownlow's a lot like that as well. We saw Wines last year with Mitchell when he won it. Yeah, it's, it's players finish as strong as their teams as well. So if your team's performing well yep. and winning, you're going to poll votes. Darcy Parrish was another one. He was um, second favourite at this point last year. at $6.20. He came off winning medals for fun last year and um, just didn't finish the season off all that strong. Wines was third favourite at $6.60. He came into $3.50 pre-count. So um, quite a bit of movement to go this year, obviously, at round 16. So lots happening. All right, now you've given you've put a list together of some players who you need to look out for this weekend when it comes to Brownlow Medal voting, uh, Brownlow Medal performances. Yes, Oliver is the big one. He polled three in this corresponding match last year. Gorn won, so Gorn I think kicked the winner down at the category last year. Yes, so um, Gorn that got Gorn a vote, and he did kick five against them in the prelim last year too. Coming back from injury, I don't know if he can repeat that dose. That's very true, but um, he was enormous in both games. His game last year was out in the finals was outstanding. Petraka polled three against Geelong when they met in round four last year. Gorn polled one, and he polled uh, two in round four, twenty twenty. Gorn as well. Lockie Neal's. An interesting one. Round two, when they played Essendon, we touched on this, um, 41 disposals and kicked two goals too. Um, and as as we said, he's polled three in 2021, three in 2020, two in 2019. So as you said, eight in the last uh, three years they've played him. And the last three times they've played Essendon, he's got the perfect 10 in the coaches' votes. Exactly right. So that's <laughs> he's got a good record. But an interesting point, because he's been so dominant, do they tag him? I don't know if they have a tagger to, to run with him, Sam, but mm. he might be untaggable. But, yeah, that record's ominous. Some, some teams have had success. It just depends on if you've got the right player who can do it. You would have thought Essendon, if they had that player, they would have used it earlier in the year. Yeah, or... but Kyle Langford could be the guy. Yep. Uh, and he is back in the team now when he wasn't earlier in the year. So that could be one uh, that point. they look at. And maybe it's an education for young Ben Hobbs to say, hey, 
Go and spend a day on this bloke and, and, and then you'll know where you're at. Who else? I don't mind it. Andrew Brayshaw has polled two career votes for St Kilda, interestingly, but uh, he actually had 40 disposals and one goal when they met in round two in a losing team. So he might poll one or two. I don't know if he gets the best on in a losing side in round two. Uh, Round two, but obviously that he'll be on hot alert for St Kilda um, now. He's having a, a such a breakout year. He might have just slipped under the radar there in round two, but interesting to see if uh, he gets some attention. Paddy Cripps has been kept relatively quiet the last three times Carlton have played West Coast, but uh, I don't think Carlton have got a good record against West Coast of late. I think they've lost the last three years when they've played. So Sam Walsh is similar to that. Um, yeah, they have. I think they've lost the last three games against West Coast. So... They might be due for a win. They're going better at the Eagles. Always goes up against his old mate Dom Sheed, though, does Paddy Cripps, and he's not playing. So Sheed always plays really well in those mm. fixtures against Carlton. He really gets himself up for the Paddy matchup. Um, but I think this would be one uh, where – and no Elliot Yo as well now. He's out for West Coast. Carlton should blow them away. They'll be – when I say blow them away, Carlton should win uh, and should win decisively. It won't be – it won't be a – pummeling that it might have been earlier in the year. So Cripps might be able to get some votes back. And he was the raging. He was similar to Marcus Bontempelli last year. He was um, he was probably the early leader. Uh, well, the predictors got him as the early leader in the early part of the year. Correct. I think we spoke about him last week. He was favourite after round five or six. Yep. Um, and obviously he had a few issues and wasn't at his best. But, yeah, it's interesting to see how the Eagles go against Carlton this week. Um, they're starting to play some better footy. They're starting to get their team on the park. And, the influence of Nui last week was very strong. So the, the two midfielders against Carlton have got their yep. work cut out against Nui. Cameron's the other one. He's yet to pull a Brownlow moat against Melbourne. So that's an interesting one. Obviously, key forward, but he's having a breakout year. And the best defence in the competition is going to be a tough ask for him as well. Paddy Cripps, by the way, according to the Brownlow predictor for Betfair, only one game he's polled votes in in the last seven. Hey, that's it from us. Uh, the Brownlow medal predictor, all done and dusted. The driver's seat is up next. Uh, we'll see you again next week. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semi finals, all thanks to McDonald's. Mackers, together and loving it. TNCs apply.